This is episode 54. Today, I'm answering the question, how do I handle unwanted gifts? You are listening to the Simple Families Podcast, a Q&A style show that brings you solutions for living well with family. Here's your host, Danae Barahona. It's Danae. Thanks so much for tuning in. For anyone that's new to the podcast, this is a question and answer style podcast. And if you have questions, I would love to hear from you. You can go to simplefamilies.com forward slash ask and you can leave those questions for me there. I love hearing from my readers and listeners. And if you need some more one-on-one support or if you have questions you'd like answered right away, I do have coaching services available. You can go to simplefamilies.com forward slash coach. Today, I'm taking a question from Amy. She wrote, I'm just diving into the podcast episodes and a few questions are surfacing already. Number one, how do you handle toys that are gifted to you? Most especially from loving family members who intend to see these toys in the future being used in your home. Specifically, my in-laws mean well, but their toy style isn't ours. And they really don't get suggestions or direct feedback. For example, I directly suggested for the holidays that we take a trip together instead of exchange gifts. We did take a trip, but they also sent a pile of things for us to open on Christmas morning. Amy, I'm sure you recognize that this is a really blessed problem to have. You know, you're having so many people that love you and they want to gift to your children and they enjoy seeing happiness in you and your family. But at the same time, I know firsthand that receiving a lot of gifts that we're not going to be able to put to use feels a little bit wasteful. So when you're filling your house with things that really aren't your style and aren't a good fit for you, they really just start to accumulate and they sit on shelves and closets and that sort of thing. Something that I've struggled with since I've become a mother is really finding my voice and figuring out how to speak up for what's best for me and how to speak up for what's best for our family. And I feel like this is just part of the journey as being a parent. And gifts are no exception to this. So being able to explain to family members that, hey, I don't really need a lot of gifts. And if you do really, really want to give me gifts, then there are certain things that we could really use and appreciate. And Amy, it sounds like you've had this conversation with your in-laws, but yet they haven't bought into your philosophy yet. The thing about gifts is that they're deeply ingrained in the culture of many families. They serve so many purposes. If the gift givers are long distance, it can be a way of feeling connected and sort of leaving a part of them with children who are growing up away from their family members, specifically grandparents, who, if you think about generations ago, grandchildren always grew up really close to their grandparents. So grandparents that are grandparenting away from the grandchildren can sometimes see this as a way to stay connected. Gifts are so exciting. Gifts excite not only the children who receive them, but they excite the gift givers. So when we get something new, we have this little spike of something called dopamine, which is a chemical in our bodies. And it's that feel good chemical. And it's like, ooh, yay, this is something new. It's something new and exciting. And that's something that we crave, not just in in receiving gifts, but we crave it in all aspects of our lives. It feels good. It feels good to give gifts. It feels good to receive gifts. So some suggestions that I have for you to try to address this problem head on is to number one, get your elevator pitch ready. So prepare like a 30 second condensed 
highly effective explanation of why you want less toys and why you want more specific toys. Because if you try to sort of him and haw around the subject and give some sort of lengthy response, you're not going to effectively get your point across. So practice it. Come up with like a 30-second explanation of this is why I want my kids to have less toys and this is why I want them to have particular toys. Whatever that reasoning is that meets your family's needs. Keep it short and concise. If you can keep your message short and concise, it's much more likely to be heard. Also recognize that simplifying is a journey and it's a journey on your part and it's a journey on the part of the gift giver. So you might talk to them once, But don't expect that this is going to sink in and last forever because people get off track and even though they kind of, they know what you want, sometimes they need to hear it again. So in a very tactful, respectful way, don't be afraid to make this an ongoing conversation. Something else that I think is really helpful is as a gift giver yourself, make sure that you're changing the amount and the type of gifts that you're giving. You need to set the precedent for what you're expecting. So if you don't want a lot of gifts, then don't give a lot of gifts. If you only want to give gifts that you know people want, then make sure that you're asking them, what do you want? And buying those gifts that they want. Give the way that you want to receive if in fact you're looking to make a change. I think it's important to be grateful and to teach our kids to be grateful for gifts and for anything that family and friends bring to our lives. But it's also important that we learn to stand up for our values and stand up for what's important to us. When we stand up for our values and if simple living and cutting back on the toys is something that you value as parents and that you want your family to value, then you need to stand up for it. You need to be firm in the decision that you have for your family. Now, if this is a one-time gift from a friend that's moving away, you can accept it gracefully. But if this becomes an ongoing battle with family members who are giving gifts every couple weeks or every couple months, and it's something that you're dealing with over and over again, this is a time where you need to explain that this is a value that you have, that living simply and having less is something that you're trying to teach your children And now, of course, doing this respectfully and tactfully and with as much gratitude as possible, standing up for what you believe in. And this is so important because as our children are growing, we want them to stand up for our family values, the family values that we're instilling in them. And how else are they going to learn to stand up for those family values if they don't see us doing it as they grow up? So the takeaway for today is that You're going to deal with this over and over again. Having a conversation once or twice about this topic with family members probably isn't going to cut it. So don't be afraid to keep talking about it and try to make it as positive as possible. You're trying to make a positive change and you're trying to teach a valuable lesson to your children and you need their help. Thanks for tuning in today. This has been episode 54. Stay in touch with Simple Families. You can get updates from the blog and the podcast and what's going on in the community. Go to simplefamilies.com and click get started. Thank you for tuning in. This is Danae and I will talk with you next time.